Kathy Zitt, Managing Editor of Solar Power World Magazine. Thanks for tuning in to today's podcast with Chit Power Systems America. Today we're speaking with Ed Hecox and Casey Miller of CPS to discuss the adoption of three-phase string inverter architecture in North America and also what Chit offers in this space. So welcome both of you. Thanks a lot, Kathy. We're happy to be here. Thank you, Kathy. Ed, can you start off by defining three-phase inverter architecture, what it means, and giving us a quick history of how and where this architecture emerged? Sure. Typically, when people think of three-phase string architecture, it's differentiated from central inverter architecture and differentiated from single-phase, of course, string architecture. But three-phase string architecture emerged in Europe around 2008 to 2010 when the markets were booming there. And the industry there was looking for efficiency, economies of scale, and modularity of three-phase string inverter architecture. So that's where the architecture emerged. Chint was very active in the market there and saw an opportunity to take a leadership position to really evangelize the adoption of three-phase string in North America, which we started in 2012. Awesome. Thank you very much, Ed. And so let's move on to talking about costs. Casey, can you touch on how the transition from 600 volts to 1,000 volt systems has impacted the costs of three-phase inverters? Yeah, that has been a significant cost reduction. That transition has led to cost savings probably greater than 20% in both inverter architecture and system costs. If you think about this voltage increase, technically what that means is for the same amount of power, you have lower current flowing through these components in the inverter and the wiring and components in the system. So that reduces cost significantly. Alternatively, if you maintain the same level of current, you can actually have higher power output. So you can have a larger inverter, which can be lower cost. So significant savings associated with this transition to 1,000 volts. Absolutely sounds like it. So Ed, can you expand on the cost curves for three-phase string inverters a little bit? Yeah, sure. So as the industry is scaling up and adoption for a three-phase string architecture is growing around the world, basically what's happening is the economies of scale are starting to take off. So the volume efficiency, you can imagine the manufacturing environment for these smaller building blocks in say 20 to 30 or so kilowatt scale, there's a lot more volume of these machines. So the purchase leverage on the supply chain and the components is improving. So the cost will come down as a result of this. Additionally, in Asia, where the supply chain for these components is very robust for other industries such as telecommunications or server type systems. There's a lot of leverage on these component cost structures that is improving the cost relative to large central inverters. And then the other dynamic that's happening is in Asia, in particular China, there's a strong movement towards distributed generation and they have a goal of four gigawatts of distributed generation installed this year and three-phase string architecture is the dominant architecture there. So all these variables are are basically driving cost economies. In fact, actually will drive performance as well. But these are going to continue to make the cost lower cost per watt over the next year or two. And so I think the industry is going to see a very strong adoption for three-phase string on all but the largest utility scale projects. And going back to Casey, what about other costs around the inverter and balance of plant considerations when using a three-phase inverter architecture? This is where the real innovation, I think, has happened with three-phase string. So Ed talked about the cost reduction that's going on within the inverter itself as we scale up the volume of this type of architecture. But what's really been a positive impact on the industry is the impact of costs for the whole system, not only the system design and first cost, the design costs and the supply 
supply chain costs that our customers, developers, and EPCs in the industry have. So significant cost reductions. And those come all from this building block approach of three-phase string. That building block approach impacts costs in a variety of ways. First, you think about power matching. So not all PV projects are exactly 500 kilowatts or one megawatt in size, where a central inverter may have a great power matching at those two points. That projects are actually defined by the actual area available to install PV. That might be 310 kilowatts or 700 kilowatts. The smaller building block approach of three-phase string allows our customers to power match the actual size of the project and maximize the amount of PV they can get installed on a rooftop system is allowing. But there are many other savings associated with this building block approach. You eliminate the wire box and a concrete pad associated with a central inverter. So that takes cost out right away. But you also get design flexibility and supply chain efficiency. If you're a large developer, you're in the business of manufacturing PV projects. You're in the business of building those and designing those as fast as you can. With this three-phase string architecture, you're able to leverage one design to the next. You're able to build up designs with this smaller building block and scale that easily up and down. Our customers see significant savings and design efficiency because of that. If you're in supply chain, you're not having to pick a specific inverter for each project that you do. You have one inverter, one building block, and you can apply that to many different projects. So our customers are seeing cost savings not only with upfront costs and eliminating things like wire boxes and or ideally power matching inverters to product sizes, but they're seeing cost savings around sort of the soft cost that they have as a business. So this has really made the architecture take off. An additional area where there's some benefit is around service. These units are quickly replaceable in the field should there be a failure. The downtime associated with projects with three-phase string inverters is significantly less than those with central inverters that often require a technician to be scheduled to go out to the site, which takes time. They may go back and forth to try to find the right parts to repair the unit, and the unit could be down for a significant period of time, bringing the whole array down if it's a large inverter. So as you can see, there's a variety of ways that our customers can save money by using a three-phase string inverter architecture. And it's not just about the inverter cost alone, but the whole system cost. Great, Casey. Thank you for explaining how that technology can be beneficial for your customers. Now let's focus on Chint's offering as an example of this technology. So Ed, can you briefly tell us about Chint's three-phase solution specifically? Sure. We have five models today, and our focus on all five products has been to have what we call very feature-rich, meaning that all options are all in all products. And the reason for that is we want to make sure that the products are very flexible, similar to what Casey was talking about, some of the soft costs. Well, our models and SKUs are very limited, but feature-rich, so the products are very flexible and can be used across many types of projects. Even a single model could be used across many types of projects. But I'll summarize that we have two 600 volt DC products that are 480 volt AC and 208 volt AC. The 208 volt AC is a 14 kilowatt. That's our lower power unit. And then we have the 20 kilowatt, also 600 volt 480 AC. On the 1000 volt side, we have all three models on the same form factor and same feature set. So that's 23, 28, and 36 kilowatt models. These products are very high efficiency, 98.6 maximum. Integrated wire box, DCAC switch, are integrated, fusing integrated, dual MPPT in those models. So those five products can satisfy any North American UL three-phase string application from as low as 15 kilowatt to several megawatts. 
Now, Casey, I know that you were saying that this architecture can be beneficial for many projects, but every project is different. So can you explain, Casey, how solar contractors can know if three-phase architecture is definitely a good choice for their project? That's a great question, Kathy, and this is a question that our customers are asking us often. Three-phase turning, again, is a building block type approach. So it offers a lot of flexibility, both in the design and the installation. And that benefits any type of project that has multiple landscapes. Imagine like a college campus. You've got rooftops. You've got carports. You may have an area where you could have a ground mount system. That's an ideal location to use three-phase string because it's a smaller building block. It can be used flexibly to accommodate any of those different surfaces or areas. That's a real easy choice for three-phase string. Obviously, another easy choice for three-phase string would be a smaller project where a central inverter is not available. You would want to buy a 500 kilowatt central inverter for a 300 kilowatt project. So projects that are less than 500 kilowatts are also a very easy choice for three-phase string. Now, the challenge comes in larger projects. Customers ask us, well, hey, I've got a 10 megawatt project. What should I use? Well, we would tell them, well, if you have a 10 megawatt project and you have unlimited space, that's going to be a good fit potentially for a central inverter. But if that project has varied pitches, if that project has tracking systems where you want better granularity in your power conversion architecture, that could be a good fit for three-phase string. We're seeing our customers use three-phase string really 100% three-phase versus central for projects up to a couple megawatts and greater than that, they are considering other factors on site. So there's a variety out there. We try to be good consultants to our customers to help them through those decisions. And what we're seeing in the industry is the response to the cost savings I talked about before is that customers are using three-phase string for larger and larger projects, um, all the way up to 10 megawatts in size. Thank you, Casey. I think that's definitely some good advice, some good guidelines for contractors considering this technology. And I always like to take a look to the future, see what's coming. So Casey, can you tell us what you see next for three-phase string inverter technology? I see three things for three-phase string in the future. First, we're going to larger power levels. This is to reduce cost per watt for our customers. And this is a trend that you see both with Chint Power Systems and other three-phase string suppliers in the industry. It's sort of the obvious thing to do next is to increase that power level. But the other areas are a little more interesting in terms of innovation. First, it would be around smart utility controls. You see changes in the industry like Rule 21 here in California. That's something that is changing the way that inverter companies need to think about about how to operate their inverters and connect in a smart way to utilities and enable that interaction. That's something that we're doing. Our 36 kilowatt that we've recently launched is compliant with Rule 21. So I think there will be a continued innovation around utility interactive controls and allowing those utilities to really manage inverters in a different way than has happened in the past. The last area of innovation that I see is around mechanical innovation. String inverters were originally designed to be hung on a wall, but in the real world, in applications, they're installed in a variety of different ways. They're put on rooftops where there are not walls. They're installed on racking systems where there are not walls. And you see innovation already happening. For example, we offer a integrated racking solution that allows our inverter to be installed on a rooftop at 15 degrees off horizontal. Now, this is a much better fit for rooftop applications. And an example of where the kind of we're changing the way we think about the mechanical integration of the inverter in the system. I expect to see quite a bit more innovation in this area over the next few years. 
Very exciting stuff. Thank you so much for sharing those insights, Casey. And again, it's been really great speaking with you both, Ed and Casey. Thank you so much for your insight and for being here. Thank you, Kathy, and thanks to the audience for tuning in. It's really happy to talk to you and your audience. Take care. Again, I'm Kathy Zip, Managing Editor of Solar Power World Magazine. Thanks for tuning in. Mm-hmm.